1: Hello, hello, welcome
0: to Shocker Girl Radio, it is me, Amberly, your spiritual BFF, reporting live from the Shocker Girl Co. HQ. So, really pumped about this episode, guys, Natalia Benson. She is so cool, you guys. She is an astrologer, a modern mystic, a spiritual consultant, life coach, and tarot card enthusiast. Like, that's pretty cool, if you ask me. So we're talking about how to take advantage of the mystic times we live in, the importance of heart chakra love, how to be grounded and woo-woo at the same time, healing yourself with tarot and astrological meditation. Guys, I'm so excited about this. I'm actually like in love with her. She's so, so cool. So this episode is brought to you by my Chakra Girl Meditation Bundle. It is eight of my top meditations that I recorded for... My clients, and for you guys, because they're the exact meditations that I was using. And that I kind of like pieced together through my own journey. And they literally healed my chakras and balanced my chakras and made me aligned AF so that I could create the beautiful life that I have now. So go check them out. It's chakra girl Co. So that's chakra girl oco You are getting $10 off at the checkout with the coupon code. Podcast. So you have to fill out, it's kind of confusing, and I've gotten a couple of emails about this. You have to fill out your name and information first before it brings you to the checkout page where you're going to use the coupon code. So amazing. Go get the meditations, they're going to change your life. Um, okay, let's talk about what's going on in my life. My husband literally manifested a trip to New York. And I'm so excited. It's totally insane. I'll be talking about it on a future episode, um, how we manifested it, but it's so crazy. Um, I've been watching Real Housewives of New York and Gossip Girl and it's obsessed with New York. And my husband won a Twitter contest. It's kind of crazy <laughs> to go to New York. <laughs> um, anyways, I'll t- I'm talking more about it on the episode with Jordan Bach, which is coming up in the next couple weeks. And he's so amazing. Anyways, um, super excited. Let's get into the shocker tip of the week. I've been getting a lot of questions about relationships and being spiritual in a relationship. And people are like, my man's not spiritual. Is that a deal breaker? And the answer is no. My guy's not that spiritual. It's not a deal breaker. I used to try and force him to meditate and journal. That didn't work. Um, do not be trying to force your man to do these things because it is literally just going to make things worse. And men don't like being told what to do. I don't like being told what to do. Who does? Nobody. So, um, basically you just have to lead by example. And when you start living a beautiful, brighter, more amazing life, he's going to be like, what's she doing? And like want a little piece of it, but he needs to, he needs to go on his own journey and like do it in his own way. And there's no way that you can naturally, you know, force him to do that. So no forcing guys. Um, what, what I will say is what worked for my husband is he downloaded the secret to money app, which I always talk about. And, it's, it's, um, it's an app that just helps you with like manifesting money and, and, um, just like changing your money mindset. It's so, so great. So check it out. The secret to money. And he had so much fun with that. And then he started realizing like, wow, he could really manifest stuff. And then now he kind of is on that journey. He doesn't meditate or journal or anything like that, but we definitely have a lot of conversations about energy and manifesting and he manifested a trip to New York for us. So I'm all for it. So be, be patient with your guys. They'll get there. So super excited. Let's get into this episode with Natalia. She is so cool. Hi everyone, welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. Okay, I'll never sing again. Sorry guys. Um, okay, we're here with Natalia <laughs> Benson. She's so freaking cool. She is an astrologer, a modern mystic, a spiritual consultant, life coach, and tarot card enthusiast in Los Angeles. I don't know if it gets any cooler than that. Like, it, is it possible? So she's currently <laughs> the astrologer for who, what, and where. And that's like my favorite blog. Ever, um, so she basically is able to like bridge her roots as um, you know in the fashion scene as well as her spiritual pursuits and astrology obsession so she offers tarot readings astrology and she has some online courses where she teaches other people astrology she teaches tarot essential oils and and meditation um okay she just does so much stuff and yeah her program's called mystic 101 you guys need to check it out we're going to talk about that more here is natalia and welcome to the show
1: Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. Uh,
0: so happy to have you. So let's get into some fun little slumber party questions just to loosen up the vibe. So what is your daily
1: practice? <laughs> oh my gosh, I have a few. So as of late, and I've been talking about this a lot um, to my Instagram loves uh i like to do this morning ritual called the miracle morning it's actually from a book that i read um actually i shouldn't say that i i don't ever read this is from an audible book so excuse me if i say read <laughs> i mean is an audiobook um but basically in the morning i do an 11 minute kundalini meditation I do about five to seven minutes of affirmation work, and then I do about five to seven minutes of visualization. Mm. Um, TDH, I've been so busy this last two weeks between like my birthday and like recovering from going to Coachella that I haven't um, been doing my morning ritual, but that is like the keystone of my life okay. and really keeps me centered and like in my power. I need
0: to check out this book, AKA listen to this book. So what is the (laughs) meditation that you do?
1: So I, um, I've been sharing this, um, teacher training manual that I have with my, uh, Sunday afternoon astrology report listeners and, or we'll say viewers. And, um, basically I pick different meditations out of, um, this amazing manual. But as of late, uh, I've really been focusing on healing and working on my heart chakra, which I'm super excited. I feel like we'll get to talk about that because it's been super magical. what has been going on, but I've been doing one particular Kundalini meditation that I attribute to this massive shift I've been having. And it's called the protect- protection and projection of the heart. Um, it is like legitimately an, a next level meditation. So mm-hmm. it's been really powerful and it's very simple. So is there like a fantastic. chant with it? Yeah. So the the chant actually that's with it, it's a mantra. It's the protection mantra. It's a, uh, I'd actually have to look at the exact name, but it's that adgure me jukakure me sakure me it's a- I know particular- that one. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a really, really big um, and very consistent mantra in the kundalini world, and it, and I use it for everything. Like I say it before I drive, I say it before I go to bed, I put it around people that I love. Like it's just my little go-to power mantra. And then when I found this meditation that also featured it and also worked on the heart energy, I was like, wow. Literally mind blown. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I need to look this one up. Cool. I'll, I can always send it to you yes, too. So.
0: Send it. I love it. Okay. So, what is your go to crystal?
1: Oh my God. Uh, okay. So, lately again, it's rose quartz, um, <laughs> another heart chakra. Uh, heart shocker crystal, and then let's see. I was just holding my smoky quartz. I'm like a big fan of smoky quartz. Okay, you know what's know funny why?
0: is I was actually like when I was stalking your Instagram, I was thinking like, <laughs> I feel like she's got this very. It's like, how does she look so cosmic, but also so grounded? I feel like you're so good at that. And now that I think of it, it's like I can feel the smoky quartz in your photos. <laughs> like it's so, oh,
1: no, it's got this like no. this
0: grounding to it. I love it.
1: Oh my God. Number one, thanks. It's like the best compliments anyone's ever given me. So,
0: (laughs) Of course. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. So now on the less spiritual side, what is your worst habit?
1: Oh my God. Probably caffeine. I'm like, I'm actually a, a Vata Pitta in my Ayurvedic doshas mm. and supposedly you're just like not supposed to have caffeine or spicy food and like meanwhile like I'm an Aries so like every day um, I like to have either like my little yerba mate drink or I get a bulletproof coffee. Those are like I really... Sh- I really shouldn't, but I just love it. And it's like ritualistic for me. And I love the little, I'm like a workaholic. So I love the little high that it gives me. It's yeah. So, oh, I know. So funny. <laughs> know. I'll I'm do anything for a little bit. So, totally. Seriously. And I'm, and I'm happy to say that that's like probably my worst habit these days. I, I'm sure I've got some other ones buried down in there that I'm not willing to admit. But anyways, <laughs> <that's> the caffeine. <laughs> we'll go with
0: caffeine for now. Um, well, a coffee is very grounding too, but I know do, but do you feel like that you get, I I personally, okay. Bringing up the sweating again, we were just talking before we started. (laughs) Sweaty, I get when when I get nervous? Um, and coffee makes me like, so frantic.
1: Wait, what's your sign?
0: I'm Aquarius.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. That makes so much sense. Like seeing what you do, um, that you're an Aquarius, I'd have to look more at your chart because here's like the weird way that my brain works is anytime anyone says everything, anything, I'm like, I need to look at your name. Yeah. Wait, what's going on? But I, why are I you sweating? I need to look at your chart. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why are you sweating? There's got to be an astrological explanation. There has to be. Um, okay. I'm going to research a post and like, I'll send you, I'm going to have, this is what I do in my sessions is like, have these really powerful conversations with people. And then afterwards I'm like sending them emails of like articles and like, I feel like that's like my my thing being a human, I'm like, I'm just here to share information. So, I'm just I love like that. layering so the emails. Uh, oh, it's hilarious. So so, yeah, I'm going to find you some things.
0: Okay, so you're in Aries. My next question is if you could choose a different star sign to be, what would you choose and why?
1: Oh my God, I love this question. Okay, so honestly, I feel like I would love, I love being in Aries. Like I actually love my chart. And as I've been getting older, I, I love everything about it. And I've really learned how to make peace and really capitalize on my strengths and weaknesses. So I'm, I love it, but honestly, I am always talking up Leo's and like, (laughs) I wish that I had like my son in Leo or my Venus in Leo, because the thing about me is that I give way too many fucks, and Leos don't. And (laughs) I just feel like there's something so remarkable about that. And I have so many Leos in my, in my life. Um, and they teach me so much about really coming from my heart and just really giving very little care about, um, you know, what the the bygoners have to say or think. And that's mm-hmm. been, I think a lot of their, like I've been with a lot of Leos, like I've had a lot of Leo boyfriends and mm-hmm. um, I don't know, they're just, it's just a nice energy for me. And so if I really like wouldn't change my sign or anything about <laughs> me but I do have to say like the first thing the moment you asked me that I was like okay I do love the Leo's and I'm (laughs) all I'm pretty sure my I don't know enough about my
0: chart but I'm pretty sure my rising is Leo but we're gonna have to look we're gonna have to talk later about this.
1: Yeah, we'll just have a chit chat. I'm always, I'm literally, I'll be on the street like having a three-second conversation (laughs) with someone, and the next thing you know, I've got their natal chart open on my phone. So like,
0: (laughs) don't have your time. I don't have time for you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So true. So true. Oh,
0: so funny. Okay, so what was the next thing? Oh yeah. So how do you re-energize after a draining day?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, so a few things, it depends on which level of drain I've experienced, but typically, um, I fortunately live near like the best grocery store in the universe and it's like very clean and organic. I'm there pretty much every single day. And, uh, usually after like a crazy day, like I'll go there and like get my favorite kombucha or, um my favorite snack and I'll make my way to the gym. And or if it's extra draining and I know I need to get in nature, I will brave the Los Angeles traffic and I'll go hiking. Um or if really need be and I can't function, I'll just make myself like a beautiful bath. Mm. Uh but those are definitely my like I sort of like I said, I I feel like I have levels of drain. Like it kind of takes a lot to drain me. Um, I'm very conscientious of my cycles, so I definitely pay attention to like what phase I'm in and then what I need according to that. And sometimes, especially if I'm getting close to my cycle, um, definitely more gentle activities and like what I need water. I have like no water in my natal chart. So like I need water and it's kind of my last go-to, but as Mm -hmm. I, like I said, I'm getting older and understanding myself better. I'm like, water is a go-to for me, like being in water or like going to the, we have an amazing spa in Los Angeles called the Beverly Hills, like hot springs or Beverly hot springs or something. And it's the only, um, like, what is it? It's like the only, I don't want to say it's salt water cause it's not, it's the only natural geyser. There's tons of like spas and stuff in Los Angeles. Like you can, like the Korean spas and stuff, you can go and like, just like do your thing, whatever. I've never liked those. I only like this natural geyser one. And that's like, if I'm like going through a breakup, I go there. Like usually yes. I don't get
0: there because <laughs> I'm like, so I get better. Better. yeah. <laughs>
1: They're like
0: Natalia's back, get the tissues. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'd Be like, she just got dumped or like something happened because she's here. But basically I like, that's like my level 10 drain as I go to that. Beverly hot springs it's so special okay, and like very um, time oh my god you must now that I'm talking about it I'm like maybe I need to go there yes <laughs>
0: only for breakups and post coachella
1: yeah precisely <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it so okay let's talk more about you so how did you go from fashion industry to spiritual tarot goddess
1: <laughs> Was, it's super funny. God, it's such a story, really. And I, I, I'll try to make it short. But basically, um, you know, I started a jewelry line when I was 19 years old. I was living in San Diego going to school. And around that time, um, I feel like it's interesting throughout my journey. I've had a lot of like, when I was younger, uh, it was always the guys that I dated who ironically would like pass on these like books to me or just like spiritual wisdom or things to do. It was super weird. Like you wouldn't think, cause now as uh, I'm getting into my thirties, I have so many women around me and they teach me and mm-hmm. really guide me and nour- nourish me. But when I was younger, definitely was like a lot of guys that I dated. So like, I remember being in San Diego. I started this jewelry line, and I was a I was a stylist and such a little hustler. Like I was like in school, just like freaking grinding. Like, and then I got really into meditation and yoga because of this one guy that I had been dating. And over the years, kind of battling a lot of demons and whatnot, um, I still stuck with my jewelry and was kind of in and out of like the fashion scene, which is very draining and very, um, to me, it didn't feel very authentic. So I really struggled a lot then. Um, but throughout those times, I just really followed my intuition and my guidance and my attraction to the mystical. Mm -hmm. And so, and slowly over the years, I just got more and more into, Um, you know, it, my gateway drug was definitely like yoga and meditation, Mm -hmm. definitely more so yoga. And then, um, I got really into astrology from going through a breakup. Uh, a friend of mine actually, um, turns me on to the astrologer who really opened the floodgates for me of like my spiritual path. And, um, but all the while, you know, I stopped doing my jewelry when I was about 28. So that was like a couple of years ago. But all the while doing my jewelry and doing all this other stuff that I do, which I'm sure we'll talk about, um, I just was always studying, always practicing. I did like three teacher trainings in my 20s. I got really into kundalini yoga. Um, I helped heal myself of uh, drug addiction and a bit of alcoholism through kundalini. So I just like really stepped on the path and, and always kept my creativity intact. Um, and, you know, kind of a random side note, but I feel like even through my, um, my work in kundalini yoga and all, all the meditations, that really springboarded my creative. That and really got me centered in my own power. And, you know, because now it's like I'm definitely a mystic, like, and I teach and I'm an astrologer, but then, you know, I also do electronic music and I have like a full blown electronic project that I do. And I don't feel like I was ever equipped to really step into who I was and who I am authentically without my spiritual practice if that makes sense like mm. in my early 20s i wasn't really i wasn't really totally myself like i was you know obviously like i i felt very lost at that time and although i was creative and had my jewelry and all the things it was kind of like there was a huge component missing for me and so i found all of that and then my whole life and like career path opened up when i really stepped into all the spiritual mm. modalities.
0: I love so. that. So it sounds like there were like a lot of the dark moments were what led to the light moments and the learning.
1: Yeah. And I, I teach that all the time. Like, um, even my life coaching clients, like I was just having a conversation with someone the other day. It's like, you know, I actually do work with a lot of people in their early twenties,
0: mm-hmm. which is
1: so powerful and beautiful to me because I think that can be a really dark time. Yeah. because um, kind of coming out of the sleep of like what the world has told you you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then you're really up to like what you want to be. Yeah. So, cause that was the problem for me is like, it was so much darkness and I really had to struggle to find like where my guiding force was. Mm. So
0: hundred percent. And I, I actually, funnily enough, we have like almost identical stories <laughs> I was, really? in the fashion yeah. industry. I was like, partying all the time. I started a jewelry line and then I started like being obsessed with meditation. And then I like found out about chakras and healed myself with crystals and chakras. Um, and then, yeah, just like
1: slowly happened. So we're twin souls. That is wild. I'm, I'm like blown away a little bit. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, But I think it just goes to show you like, and I'll say pretty much everyone that I've interviewed, it's like they either went through like a super dark time and then became like yeah. successful or they had like some kind of sickness um, where they like yes. almost died and then, you know, came out of it. And I think it's like also a testament to people that have the that are open and are like, yes, more, you know, naturally like more connected Cosmically or spiritually, they they're more susceptible to the sickness and to the dark time because they don't know how. It's like they have we have all these like powers essentially, and you don't like know what to do with it.
1: God, that is, you know, I was just thinking this morning um, about I've talked about this a few times, um, but I feel like the whole concept of addiction is just misplaced. Energy mm-hmm. and mismanaged energy.
0: Yes, so I'm, yeah, so, I would, I definitely I'm so glad you said that because I was actually talking to a friend about that as well, but more just about like general anxiety and like general depression disorder and like all that. And like, I just feel like that is like just energy that's not being used in the right way, and it's like people just don't know how to manage it. And I've what seen that in it? myself where like I. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there that have their own situation. So don't send me any hate mail. But <laughs> um, I just feel like, <laughs> like I don't know. It's like, have you have you heard of like an HSP?
1: No. Okay. So Is it like hypersensitive? Highly. Oh, wait, I'm not even
0: Yeah. Highly sensitive. Oh, okay. And then I just feel like people that are HSP are actually just like really spiritually connected. And I just feel like millennials in general for some reason are just more spiritually connected. Um and I feel like that's why oh, more like people are like oh millennials are lazy and millennials don't want to work. It's like no, millennials are just fucking smart and don't want to sit in a cubicle cuz they've got more to offer.
1: <laughs> like- oh my god. Dude, you this is like tripping me out. So literally I like channel in little messages. I think it's Maybe my higher consciousness or my guides talk to me all the time. Literally this morning, I was thinking about the concept of like, yeah, like kind of this shit talking on millennials. Yeah. But then I was like, you know, like, because, you know, in certain conversations, I'm sure people would be like, wow, this girl's an idiot. And like, I'm just like, I'm actually not an idiot at all. I'm just not subscribed to like your logic and your way of perceiving your reality. But that doesn't make me unintelligent. I just have more of a spiritual and emotional intelligence. and But the world currently champions your level of logic and intelligence. Therefore, someone like me or perhaps you or the people that we sort of resonate with could be perceived as like unrealistic or unintelligent or like, um, you know, just like whatever the insults are, I feel them all the time with being an astrologer and being a mystic, but it's fortunately I get a lot of good stuff, but sometimes you get the negativity, but I just think, you know what? Like if the world were championing spiritual powers and spiritual and emotional integrity, like you all would be on the, the low receiving end. You yes, know what I mean? Exactly. So it's kind of, I and I feel like they are know that. I feel and, like, yeah. I feel like they're
0: like jealous. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I literally feel like they know that like they wish that they had more like connection. I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess it depends on the person. I
1: think just peace. I, 1 million percent. I think that it's just peace. It's, you know, no matter who you are on this planet, it does not matter if you are Donald Trump or, you know, Mother Teresa or like whoever, everyone is seeking some level of internal peace and stability. That is it. So some people go about it in like totally, you know, like the ways that I did through addiction and, you know, mismanaged energy. And then some people go through it through service. Some people go through it through, you know, whatever, being a mother. It does it doesn't matter. We all have our our ways and means of seeking that internal solitude and peace. I'm sorry, internal fortitude and peace. And you know, I, I think that things are changing because, you know, I've been you know, I just turned 31. I've been on this, my little spiritual journey in this path, you know, for almost 12 years at this point. And it's been remarkable. And I'm sure you can attest to this as well, like seeing how things are opening and changing and it Mm -hmm. makes it possible for us to have conversations like this. And for that, like, I'm so grateful and I'm, and I feel deeply blessed that you know, people are more receptive and accepting of like what I'm putting out in the world. And I know that you and I have like a similar resonance and like a similar expression. And like we and we kind of have that crosshair of like we're very grounded and and I'm quite materialistic, but I'm also very tapped in and very deeply committed to my internal work. So it's a cool time really. And I think that things are shifting. And that's why we're able to do this right now, you know?
0: Totally. And I think like, even just like every, every month, every quarter, every year, I just feel like there's more and more like big, almost like the like thought leaders of the world and the ro- like quote unquote role models are stepping into it as well. Like the Kardashians yes. are becoming spiritual. And like, I just like that. That, that makes me so happy. Really? Because I'm cool. just, well, I'm just like, I'm like, okay, yeah, like they have such an impact on the world, yeah. you know, and like people who probably wouldn't be looking into that. There's probably like a huge majority of the audience of these big, you know, Influencers who have no Mm -hmm. idea what what crystals do have no idea what you know why they should meditate, and then these people are like being open up open about it. And I just think that
1: it's really cool. So good to hear.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I'm totally all about it. it. So I love. So, and that being said, too, I love how you are. I feel like again, like on your Instagram and just your brand in general, I feel like you're very like expressive creatively. So what advice would you have for anyone on being like really authentic to either their brand as a business or even their like personal
1: brand? Mm -hmm. I mean, my whole buzzword to that is authenticity and knowing yourself. And I have a good little story for that actually. Um, Being an Aries with a Capricorn rising and like everything in Aries and Capricorn, I am like a driven mofo. Like, I've been driven since like, I've been like hyperactive since I was like literally like probably 11 years old. So, like, I've always been really focused and really intensely set on like success and coming into a level of influence. It's always been really important to me. Um, My goals obviously changed, especially as I started to get more spiritual. But when I was about 24, um, I remember... I, there's this tarot reader that I love and his name is Master One Feather. He is um, an older gentleman. I think he's in like Wyoming or something, but I followed him religiously on this, on the same website that I found that astrologer. And one afternoon, he, I used to work from home doing my jewelry, like all throughout my 20s. And I would just listen to these like spiritual YouTubes and whatever. There were no podcasts then, but yeah. I remember Master One Feather coming online and he was like, hey, I'm going to um, offer free one card polls for anyone who has a question. So of course my 20 fun, 24 year old like Capricorn Rising success obsessed self was like, hi, um, what do I need to do to become successful? And he pulled me a card and he said, you need to love yourself and you need to accept who you are. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and at that point I was like, that is not the answer I wanted to hear. Like my ego was like, what, what in the world? And babe, like, you know, fast forward, you know, so many years later, like, I fully understand what he meant. Mm-hmm. And and that was the only time that I could really step into my power. And it's still a journey for me. I'm still building, but I can tell you, and for anyone who's building a brand or building themselves, um, you have to love and accept yourself because number one, you're going to have to listen to your own voice. You're going to have to see yourself all the time. You're going to have to respond to people who love you and who don't like you. You're going to have to express what you feel the most connected to. So you have a spring well of a wellspring. I'm like the funniest with my words. Anyways, I like I make like up my home, own I'm words. i with it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you're you you've got it's got to come from an authentic place so you have tons to pull from otherwise like you will find you get caught short every single time when you don't have that energetic connection to who you really are mm-hmm. and so that's why you know I like I said in my little story about my journey I don't think that I could have really tapped into everything until I accepted myself self. And really for me, it was about coming into like spiritual resonance with myself. So, you know, my only, like in the most simple, um, offering that I can make around, around that is just, you know, work on loving and accepting yourself. And like, then you will have a never ending spring of, um, information Mm -hmm. and you'll feel inspired to share, you know, and it gets easy. Uh, to be creative and um yeah but that's what i've learned is is just that like i love how that. to be and really in yourself.
0: Well and I think two like two things on that. So first off the in terms of like having that fountain of content so that you mm-hmm. can like continue to share I just feel, you know, you can tell the people that are out there that are like not tapped into it and they're like saying the same thing after the same thing. And it's just all kind of like a bunch of fluff. And like, not yeah. to like put them down or anything, but it's like, it's almost like, okay, I, I just want them to dig deeper, you know? And i see yeah. that with my clients yeah. as well sometimes too, where I'm just like, yeah, but like, this is kind of what everyone else is saying. Is there like a more authentic way for you to say it? Or like, can you like yeah. dig a little deeper? And it's like, once they kind of, once you can kind of like feel into that and it, it takes like kind of feeling a little bit vulnerable and naked to like be your real 100%. self. But then you have to like yeah. stand so firmly in it that if someone came yeah. up to you and said, what you're putting out here is shit, that it wouldn't even face you.
1: One million. Because here's the thing. It's like at the end of the day, um, when you're being authentic, like that's why like to me, I've always kind of naturally understood branding. Mm-hmm. And the only reason is because I really feel concerned with like authentic expression. And I used to do a lot of consulting, um, especially around social media and brand identity. And um, it's weird because every time I would work with clients, it wouldn't even be about like the social media banners or this or that. I would be like, you know, touching, like poking at them. And I'd be like, who are you? And like, what do you want to say? And Mm -hmm. where's that block? coming from and like what what's up? Like, like I feel like I've kind of come to the world to like really gently, lovingly and gracefully poke at people's, like like really gently, just be like, hey, like what are you doing? Like, like work through that. Because you know what? That's what I do with myself all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think that in branding and being an influencer, whatever it is you want to do, it's like don't look outside, look inside. And you'll notice any person that in that I deeply respect and feel very drawn to who's in the public eye or who has some level of success, it's because you can feel on a mass level that they are like very in tune with who they are and they're really expressing something that's really real and authentic and very perennial. Mm-hmm. So um, Yeah. So that's cool. I love that as I'm talking to you, I'm like getting all these cool ideas. I
0: know. <laughs> well, that's our conversation is in flow. We are spiritually connected. I love it. We really
1: are. I feel kind of high. Like I have my smoky cords near me and I'm like, whoa, I'm like feeling a little cosmic right now.
0: Yes. And I'm sweating. <laughs> so that's a good sign. <laughs> I felt Such a bead down
1: my arm. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. I love you. Yeah. Um, so funny. So, okay. So I love that. One thing I noticed about you too. So I find that like a lot of the tarot readers or astrology gals are like really airy fairy. And you mentioned that you're very like determined and action oriented. And I feel like there's those people out there that are just like, I'm going to meditate my way to success. And then you know nothing really happens. Mm-hmm. So like, do you have any tips yeah. on like how people can like work with, you know, use their lower chakras and not just be like living up in the upper chakras.
1: Yeah, that's so important to me. And look, like throughout my twenties, I literally used to think like, okay, if I just like focus on my vision board and meditate and manifest, like I'm going to be good. And I got many, many rude awakenings of like, yes, you're a spiritual being having a human experience. So, you know, there, like, I think that there's a unique, sort of crosshair of of human that's happening right now. And I'll just use myself as an example, because I kind of shifted from being way too in my lower chakras to being way too in my higher chakras to now feeling like I've got a pretty nice balance between both, but it's still a practice. But here's the thing. you, There is magic in like trusting the universe, but there's more magic in action Mm -hmm. and and, and guided action. And so I've been the kind of person who's spun my wheels and like been coming from fear and like just totally like hurt myself really from being like a workaholic. And then there's been the me who's just like, backed off completely and just thought everything was going to, like, come my way just because I'm alive, aka, like, a little bit of millennial syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now, you know, moving forward, I'm always like, okay, what can I do to... What can I do? What's in my power now to make this a reality? You know what I mean? And what can I do? What are, like, my couple... Like, I always try... In what I express, especially with astrology, to be very, very um, pragmatic because it's like, look, like who cares if the moon's in Leo and it's squaring Chiron and blah blah blah? I want to explain to you what you can do with that energy right this second or tomorrow. You know what I mean? I love that because I feel like
0: like action focused rather than theory focused.
1: Yeah, because I, you know, for me, it's like. I think that that's also like a cool thing about my personality configuration is that I've just been like, yeah, I'm very spiritual, very mystically inclined, but like, I want the proof in the pudding. And like, I want to see how I can apply this to my life to actually move me forward, which is very Aries. Aries is always about the forward movement.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, I, I definitely would say just marrying intentional action and then like, oh my God, this might sound awful, but I actually, another one of my audiobooks was the life, what is it called? Like the life altering whatever of like not giving a fuck. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. I can't say that I loved it to be honest. Like it's very like guy centric. Is, got- is,
0: like, is that the subtle
1: art of not giving a fuck? Is it that one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Me. I haven't read that. I, like, literally. <laughs> I couldn't remember the name, but like I started listening to it on a drive once. And like I said, it's kind of more geared towards like male languaging, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. I didn't connect to it until I got deeper into the book, but then I really like connected to it because there is, there's gotta be that gentle, like remarkable balance between acting and then fucking letting go. Like there has to be that. Otherwise like I said, I've been in the space of my life of like being manic and like wanting to manifest things immediately, and that's that's fucking crazy. Like, mm-hmm. just chill out, do exactly what you can in the moment, and then surrender the process. Yeah, and that to it's a dance, and everybody has to find their own way to work with those very polarizing energies. But you know, I found what works for me, and I think that. You know, another part of guidance that I always like to share is like find listen, you know, maybe to what I share, listen to what I have to say, but then apply it in your own life and see how it translates for you. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like really take the information you receive, but then apply it in your own way and and use your life as an experiment. Like see what materializes from that you know
0: yes yes to all of that and I think (laughs) I think I think, I always say like your body is your best textbook like if you want to like figure out how to use crystals and you want to like tap into your intuition like you can feel into that like literally with your body and your vibration I love what you said about um how you were kind of like manically trying to to manifest. And I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. I even need to like tune down or tone, tone it down a little bit because the body doesn't know the difference between stress and excitement. So like, I will like be like it's freaking true. trying so hard to manifest something. I'll be like thinking about it 24 seven and I'll be like getting so pumped up and excited. But then like my adrenal glands are like fucking chill. Um, mm-hmm. So like just being mindful. You sound
1: like an Aries. (laughs) I
0: I really, I know. I feel like I'm like a little bit of everything.
1: (laughs) That's so Um, Aquarian of you to say, babe. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: funny. Yeah. So
1: that's That's such a cool question too. Like, thank you for asking me that. I've literally like never even thought about it that way, but yeah, it's cool. It's a cool way to look at it.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So what type of clients are you helping with all of this magic? Like what, what do they come to you with? And then what are the results that they see?
1: Well, I have, oh my gosh. Like, I mean, look, everybody always wants to know about love and career. Like, aren't those like the two, those are like two really big parts of our experience. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have such a remarkable variety of people who come to me. I mainly talk to women. Um, But it's really interesting. I started doing a lot of like affirmation work around like healing my masculine energy and healing my relationship around men. And I started getting a lot of male clients. So it's just very fascinating to kind of see that shift. Mm. Um, but in terms of like my astrology and tarot, I definitely get a ton of people coming to me about like relationships. Sometimes people come to me with super specific questions that we sort through and, you know, gain like new perspective on. Um, and then a lot of times people just want, you know, I do check-in readings all the time. Like I have, I go to house of intuition here a lot. And I just like get gift myself a reading and and just kind of check in and get some insight. Um, And then as far as the results, I mean, between my astrology clients, tarot and my life coaching clients, I mean, God, I, I would just say like, they vary, but always, I feel like what is so, oh my God, like, what's the word? Like, so encouraging and inspiring for me and just fills me up to the brim, satiates my soul oh, yeah. is seeing people like come into their own power and like see themselves in their life in a new empowering way. Yeah. Cause that's been my journey, you know, like that's been my experience of like shifting my perspective and then working on helping whoever comes to me to see their darkness or their issues in like a new way. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's what I would say. I mean, it's such a big question. And I I obviously, for the privacy of the people that I see, I never talk about their of forms. Um, yeah. Do you have a dog? <laughs> <laughs> now now there's
0: construction going on and my dog found his chew toys. So.
1: Oh my God. I love it. Oh I'm like, This is it's, ex- it's real exciting life. <laughs> What's that? Hashtag IRL. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on. It's Friday, TJF.
0: Yeah. A lot of vibes in there. So funny. Um, okay, so what advice can you give to someone who just is looking to heal themselves? Where could they like start today in using like astrology or anything cosmic to heal themselves? What's kind of like the number one thing that they need to start feeling into?
1: Oh my goodness. Well, I will do a very shameless, but very empowering plug here because Mm -hmm. I always tell my my people. I'm like, look, I'm never going to share anything with you that I don't back with my heart and soul ever. Like that's just not me. So something that I suggest to people who maybe just find me, I try to turn them onto my Mystic 101 course, Yes, which the reason I created this course is because it is basically bite-sized um, teachings around meditation, astrology, tarot, and essential oils for the modern life. Mm. So, cause like, I'm like, like my friend Ruby Warrington, she wrote a book called, um, Material Girl, Mystical World. Oh yeah. Um, she has the website, The Numinous. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm, I love her. And like, obviously the, the trajectory she's been creating is also so what we are, that nice, like cross section of, yeah. of superwoman. And, um, you know, I made this course because I wanted to find ways to incorporate these spiritual and mystical modalities into a busy life. Because, you know, when I was doing teacher training and throughout my twenties, I mean, I didn't really, I didn't have a real job. Like I worked for myself and then I basically did spiritual work, which how in the fuck did I survive? I still don't even really know. It was a lot of just trusting the the path. Yeah. It was a lot of things. I sold my jewelry. I did all my stuff. But anyhow, it gave me space to explore. But now it's like, you know, I do work. I work I work a lot. And now I'm like, how do I keep the, the mystical infused into my life in a tangible way. And then also make it approachable for people who maybe have never, you know, dabbled with this because before you approach your soul, it's scary. Like if you've just been living in like your mind body paradigm your entire life, and then you're starting to realize that there's this whole soul component like when I started doing that, it frightened me. And I was scared of the expansiveness that was there that I had no idea about. So it took me a long time to get into all this stuff. So I wanted to make Mystic 101 as like this very approachable, easy, and like loving welcome home to anybody who wants to like bring these modalities into their life in a tangible, practical way. So- Mm -hmm. That would sort of be my plug there, and um, and we'll share the and- links with everyone too. Please, please, it's a it's such a cool course. It was a, such a labor of love. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and now so- that I look at it, I've, I'm so proud of it, and I'm proud that it's out in the world, and I've been getting amazing feedback on it. So it's really fun. It turns so you into your own little mystic. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I love it. It turns you into like your own little mystic like that's my thing as I say I'm like opening the mystics of of tomorrow
0: that's so fun okay everyone needs to check this (laughs) out because I love that you kind of like touch on every single thing because I feel like there's so many things out there that are like just meditation just tarot but like I love that you're like infusing all of it in a way that like with the things that you literally use to change your life
1: Yes. And I'm going to send you a link. You, I'm going to gift you the course and I'd love to hear what <laughs> yeah. you think about it.
0: Oh my God. Yay. I'm so excited. This is
1: what yeah. I need right
0: now. I definitely like am ready for some more, like I, I actually have like a tarot deck and I have not learned yet.
1: I'm yay. Like, I learn. love it. Oh my God. And I the last that. thing I'll touch on with that, just like a little thing that just came to me is that, you know, like we all need spiritual tools. We all need tools, right? I feel like, like life is about like figuring out what our toolbox is, you know? And so, and I, for me, it's been spiritual tools. And I think that personally, in my opinion, I think that we all could use some good spiritual tools, you know, from like the very approachable stuff, like meditation on headspace or yoga at like wherever, to all the way down to like super deep esoteric wisdom. So it's like, but I think that on the spectrum, we all need some sort of spiritual tools in our life toolbox.
0: Totally. And the fact that like, you're just like cool and fun and people can like relate to you and like actually like resonate with you is like, such a game changer. Cause I know, like when I first started this journey, there was no one cool doing anything. And I was like yeah, learning totally. all that. I just like was like, okay, I would probably never hang out with this person, but whatever.
1: <laughs> um, Brilliant. so it's nice that Brilliant. you're
0: you're like doing it in like an approachable, fun fashion y way.
1: Thank you, babe. It's I I was telling someone recently, I feel like like spirituality is becoming really chic, and I'm yeah. really stoked about it it's beautiful because it does make it more approachable for people. And like, I feel like it, it's, it's so cool. What's happening. Hashtag so cool. What's happening. I've said that like 30 times. Yes.
0: (laughs) That's what we're going to call this episode. episode. (laughs) Um, Okay. So one last question. So you are the astrologer for who what where which is so cool how did you connect with that collaboration and like how can you um for any other people that maybe have like their little you know spiritual venture or spiritual passion um how can you suggest they collaborate with other you know brands or blogs or whoever
1: well, once again, that was a famous and classic example of just totally being myself and following my path and um basically, what happened is, oh my God, this is funny to talk about, actually. <laughs> so I used to read Tarot on the roof of a hotel here in Los Angeles. It was like a private rooftop. It was like this beautiful bohemian rockin hotel. I read Tarot. Up there for two years every weekend. That was like my job. Oh my god. <laughs> I was very enterprising for not a job. Yeah, no kidding go there. I would and it was like the perfect place to read tarot, like seriously, like it was so it's very magical there. Um, so basically, I remember I was doing my jewelry at the time, and I remember reading um tarot for this girl and her mom, and she was like I don't remember how we got onto it, but I think I asked her like what she did. And she was like, Oh, I'm, um, I'm an editor who, what, where? And I was like, Oh, I was like, that's so funny. Cause like, I'm also, I do jewelry and she's like, wow, that's cool. So she gave me her email and, um, we never really connected on the jewelry component. Um, but she reached out to me about two years later and she was like, Hey, um, do you write horoscopes? And I was like, I had never written them, but I was like, well, I can surely figure it out. I'd been studying astrology by like six years at that point. Yeah. And I was like, and I did the Richard Branson move, which is always say yes. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) yeah, hundred percent. And I, and I had been writing a lot of like like a astrology stuff with myself, but that was my first opportunity to actually get to write horoscopes on a big platform. So I did my first few months for them pro bono and just to make sure that they liked it. And it, you know, I've been writing there for over three years now. And I'm like a, I contribute to a lot of different stories for them. Um, And I also do a Facebook Live for them. So, and which is actually about to transition into an Instagram Live, which is really exciting. So, so
0: fun! I um, love that. What a cool way! To, and again, like that's just another example of like a really cool fashion brand that is like incorporating like more spirituality for the masses.
1: It's so cool, and and it's been amazing because. You know they've been such a wonderful platform for me, and so supportive of, you know, my work. And I feel like their readers like just really love. I mean, who doesn't love horoscopes? Every and I write them in my own way. Like I have my own sort of special take on, on, um, on writing horoscopes. But I think again with that very pragmatic, practical, apply it to your life in five minutes kind of technique. Um, but yeah, that's been great. And I, and I love them. I was actually just emailing with my editor right before we jumped on the phone. So,
0: oh, so nice. Well, oh my gosh. So before we get into our final segment, where can everyone find you?
1: Well, I am very active on Instagram. My Instagram is at Natalia underscore Benson. I am on there all the time. And um, yeah, that's probably my most active platform. And then I do a lot of um, blogging on my website and that's just nataliabenson.com. And I also link to my horoscopes and on my blog, I do... I haven't loaded my podcast to the podcast empire, but like I do a lot of voice recorded stuff, uh, guided meditations. Um, I do a ton of uh, astrology writing. So yeah, my, my Instagram and my website are pretty interchangeable, but people can really interact with me on my Instagram. I'm very active on it. Amazing. And it's so
0: beautiful. Like your aesthetic is so gorgeous. Oh, thanks, babe. That's yes. that
1: fashion thing coming through it all right. kind of like
0: pulls together, you know. I love it. Okay, so let's go into manic moments and manifesting. So, I'll go first and talk about my last meltdown and the last <laughs> thing I manifested. So, there is so much construction around my place. I don't know what they're doing. I had like a serious moment of freak out where it took me like half an hour to get home where it should have taken me like two minutes. And I actually like, wow. I didn't yell, but I nicely asked the woman who was like, like waving her sign at my car for me to slow down. <laughs> Cause like all the roads were blocked. Like I couldn't get to my place. Anyways, I was freaking out. And I was like, why? I was like, why is it that like you are, why is this road blocked when that road is blocked? Like what happens for the people that live? <laughs> I was like really, I was like saying it nicely, but like she was like not having it. And she's like, well, because we are the yeah, city of Vancouver and true. they are a, a private company. It's has nothing to do with us. There's nothing we can do. I'm like, I know it's not your fault, but like, can you talk to your boss? <laughs> it's like really having a moment. Um, I was being respectful, but I was just being very passionate about what I thought was a logical thing, but I mean, I guess I'm not in the construction industry. I don't really know how things work, so I should probably just keep it to myself. (laughs) So there was that. And
1: then on a higher note,
0: I manifested, um, so, I've been watching Gossip Girl lately, <laughs> and I'm like the be- end okay, of New York. And I've just been like addicted to New York and like looking at nice hotels and, um, I'm just have been thinking about a lot. And then my husband randomly won a Twitter contest. He's like obsessed, obsessed with cryptocurrency. And he won a Twitter contest to go to New York to some crypto <clears throat> conference and like Snoop Dogg is performing. However, I don't have a ticket. He just has a ticket. Oh my God. Oh so my I'm like God. I'm go with him.
1: dying right
0: now. Yes. And just like hang out. <laughs> <and work. laughs>
1: Good job. Well, babe, let me ask you about the construction thing. What was yes. like the high note of, like, that meltdown or, like, what was, like, the energy that you took out of that? Um,
0: (laughs) wait, did I learn anything? Nothing. I think it was just sheer embarrassment and the fact that I'll probably never do that again. But, no, what you know what it probably encouraged me to do was to, like, maybe it was, like, don't schedule things so close together. Cause I was in such a rush to get home because I always book like back mm. to back to back things. And it's yeah. so that I was like, okay, you know what? There's so much construction. I need to like give myself more time. And I think in general, I need to give myself more time in life.
1: 1 million. See, I I always like to say that out of like every dark spot, there's like something that totally. our soul is like, hide like you should have learned that
0: okay so now tell us about your last manic moment and the last thing you manifested
1: oh my goodness well the only thing I can really think of at this moment is that you know last weekend um one of my best friends played Coachella and invited me because that wouldn't really be my normal go-to anymore um I'm just not like, I just get tired very easily. And like, I'm just not into like massive crowds and it's just kind of not my vibe. It's like not what I'm really attracted to, but I was excited to go. And I'm a huge fan of hers anyways. So I was excited to see her perform. So I went and then that night, um, I felt like my intuition was just super off. Cause I was so tired and I could have left the festival with her and her team um, but I was like, no, I'm just gonna like walk and go get an Uber, thinking it's gonna be easy. Mm-hmm. Well, three and a half hours later, um walking for like a long fucking time with tons of people, like literally like the level of anger and anxiety that I was experiencing was unprecedented. And Ugh. um stupidly that day had also worn like my favorite like cowgirl boots they're like these really sick um Matisse boots thinking oh yeah I'm like they're comfortable they're comfortable in LA like why would they not be comfortable at Coachella the um, well, <laughs> oh my god they were the worst things I literally just it they like literally I just I haven't had a moment like that in a really long time where I was like so physically uncomfortable and tired that I wanted to weep and yes. like shout. And I, and I heard all the kids around me, so like these young, sweet kids, all these <laughs> kids around are so cool to each other. And like, so like respectful and sweet. Meanwhile, it's like freaking one in the morning. And I'm just like, I'm like, wow, like God bless these people for being so awesome. Because like right now, like I feel like I could, like lawnmower people, like I'm so <laughs>
0: done. Um, I, I can imagine. I, especially like when I'm tired, like don't mess with my sleep and don't mess with my feet. <laughs>
1: no, when I'm tired, it's like super scary. Like it's like not, it's like not okay. So, yeah, tired so, and my feet hurt. Like welcome to the, the worst, worst version combo. of me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And add in like being hungry onto that, and like it's over.
1: Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. It was, <laughs> bad. it was super bad. Oh my gosh.
0: So, well, what did you learn? Maybe I need to start adding that in. What did you learn?
1: Yeah. I think it's a good thing to ask. Um, what I learned is that it is okay to mess up. Like it's totally okay. Like I was like so angry at myself for like going this long way and like not going with my friend and like making the wrong decision in a way, you know? Yeah. Um, And I just was, and I had to keep telling myself as I was walking, I was like, you're strong. I was like, you sis. I was like, just like walk it out. Like Mm. just real, like you're not a freaking queen. Like you are a queen in your way, but like, just like walk to the Uber line and like accept that this is not your best moment, but like you're strong, you're capable. Like you don't work in like the blazing hot sun every day. It's like you, it's like you're, you are very fortunate. So like, stop being such a complaining, entitled girl right now. Yes, and It was kind of like a good conversation for me to have with myself because in number one, it was like a lot about self-forgiveness because I was seriously frustrated that I put myself through so much like physical and even mental like aggravation. Um, and I felt kind of stuck. So I was like hard on myself about it. But then I was just like, wait, like, well, life is life. You can just chill out. You made it through. Like, look, here I am. I'm home. I'm talking to you. Everything yes, worked out. Everything fine. is okay. <laughs> Everything's good. So it's kind of like a, a nice little balance. But then it also just, the biggest takeaway was like, I'm not, festivals are not for me anymore. Yes. So, yes. There you go. Definitely. Yeah. Good lesson.
0: <laughs> and so, what have you manifested?
1: Oh my God. It's a little personal. So I won't get too into it, but like, um, I don't know who's going to be listening to this, but yeah, I don't know. Lately I have been manifesting. Um, I just had like a really beautiful experience with someone who's been in my life for a long time. Obviously this is a guy yeah. and it's funny that you mentioned about the cryptocurrency cause that's like his thing. And oh, I, think really? it's, <laughs> I think it's so dorky and hot. I'm like, cryptocurrency. <laughs> and then yeah and then me like the astrologer I'm like well guess what babe like it's totally about to be cryptocurrency's time because uranus is moving into taurus so i yeah. like but anyhow i i've been doing you know a lot of work on my on my heart chakra and a lot of work on just really like trusting the universe's timing and like really loving myself and like facing myself and then you know i Called in like a really lovely experience with this person. He doesn't even live here and he probably will never listen to this, so I'm in the clear. But um, (laughs) it's just just very beautiful for me because you know that relationships have kind of always been challenging for me, but it's always just because I wasn't in a clear space with myself. And the more clear I've been and the more loving I've been with myself, I feel like the better everything's been, especially in my love life. It's just totally took like a 180 degree turn for the better. So that's like been a major manifesting point for me lately. And it's all just been through that heart chakra work.
0: Mm, I love that. I feel like, and I feel like because the heart chakra is like the middle chakra, it's like the bridge between, you know, the, the upper chakras and the lower chakras. So it's like so important. It's about balance too. It's about like balance between give and take, balance between like loving yourself and loving other people and receiving love. So it's like, I think it's like, one of my favorite chakras. I don't know. I can't really pick one. They're all good, but it's a good one. <laughs> I'm such a goodie. I love that. Oh, well, okay. This has been a freaking delight. I've just loved chatting <laughs> with you and there will definitely be more chats in the future. Let's put it that way.
1: I can't wait. And please come visit me in LA. We would have, okay. we would literally talk for like nine hours. Right?
0: I know. Well, I'm going to be in Palm Springs in May. So we'll maybe be able to, I don't know, figure something out, but I mean, I come to LA all the time, but we'll chat about that. But anyways, thank you so, so much. This has been so great. We're going to post the links to your course and your social media so that everyone can find you, stalk you, book a reading with you and just be in glory, (laughs) beautiful content. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you, babe. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yay! thank you so much
1: for being a chill chakra girl and tuning in to chakra girl radio don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating you can find more info on chakras and on amber lee at thechakragirlco.com and follow all the glam and grounded goodness on instagram facebook and twitter at the chakra girl co amber lee loves engaging with her listeners so dm her anytime